Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Ellen, what date is it? It is December the... <laughs> you don't know. No, I've got no out. idea. <laughs> I am so confused. December the... 15th. 15th. It is the 15th. Oh, when they're listening, is it December 15th already? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Episode 63, my baby. God. Episode 63. Can you imagine? I can't imagine it. Episode Hello. Si- oh, my God. That means... Okay, hello, welcome to Trusty Hogs. My name's Helen Bauer. This is Catherine Bohart. We're going to do a podcast where we talk about ourselves and then we're going to solve all your problems. Welcome to Trusty Hogs. (laughs) That means we are so close to getting the tarot card reader back. Oh my God, really? Surely, because a year would be 52 episodes. She was episode 25, so that'll be episode 75 plus two. 77. (laughs) 77. Minus 63 is 14. 14. Minus, why minus 63? Where did that come from? Because that's the episode we're on now. Huh? I'm trying to work out how many episodes we've got left until the tarot reader. This can't oh, be... Oh, how many the- we've got left? Okay. Um, <laughs> that can't be how we open the podcast. Let's say 10. Okay. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't. And that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Hello! Oh my god! Hey! Welcome to Trusty Hogs! We did that. I know, but like, just for the sake of it. Hi, it's nice to see you. Um, it's nice to see you too. How are you today? Thriving. Are you? Do you know why? Why? I have a plan for Christmas. What do you mean? I am... What's the situation, by the way? If you guys decide you're going to Brighton with the... So hamster? we're doing Brighton. Right, as a family. As a family. So you're... At the moment, hamster's included. But there's... N- I, I, I will be so shocked if she's alive. Did someone ring ahead and ask the hamster come? No, there's not a hotel. It's an Airbnb. Fantastic. So Pancake will be travelling by train. Okay. I can only assume. Snails are fine by themselves for a couple of days. Right. 
Um, so we've got an Airbnb. And sorry, your dad isn't staying in the Airbnb with your mom. No, my dad will be in his flat. Great, okay. And then we will be in an Airbnb. So it's like a two-bed Airbnb. So we me and my sister in one room. My mum in the other room. My brother's going to go on the sofa when she arrives. Okay. So it's sort of like a sibling's flat, right? Right. And then I've already decorated home for Christmas. So it doesn't have to be Christmas at the Airbnb. Yeah. And then absolutely smashed it my friend lives around the corner <gasps> i know That's i rung her up good. to check i was like are you definitely at home for christmas she's like yes and i was like i've nailed this because when i was little i'm sure we talked about this last year i used to go to my friend sophia's house every day for christmas like every year i would on go on christmas day yeah 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 Cute. so this is like so for me christmas Tricky, which it is for a lot of people. Me too. Sorry, I just want to interrupt you just to say I'm holding my face. You got tooth pain. I've got wisdom toothache, and I really care about your story. But no. I can only smile on this this one side of my face. So look how look at me being excited. Can I see yeah. it, please? Is it gammy? Yeah. Yeah. Is it gammy? So excited. Is it gammy? I don't think it's gammy. But I just had up. lunch, so you don't want to look in there, do you? I do. This can't be good podcasting. You want to look. Oh! No, it's not. Oh! <laughs> oh my god, there's like a whole chicken in there. No. Like just pieces I'm of rotting vegetarian. meat. It's just like rotting meat at the back of your mouth. That's minging. That's minging. It would be rotten because it would be 12 years old because that's the last time I made chicken. Look, I'm sorry about your tooth, but I also sprained an ankle this year. So How is your ankle? We're all thriving. Is it? Yeah, it's a lot better, but Sunil did push me this morning. What? And I had to get up from the floor and it takes me still a little bit longer. He pushed not... you so hard you fell down? Well, he pushes me onto the sofa and then just sort of keeps pushing. And he's like, <laughs> get up, get up. And I can't because I'm like stuck down. And then I end up on the floor and he goes, oh, look what it's done to itself. <gasps> oh, look what it's done. <laughs> and then I'm on the... Right, okay. No, I thought that was funny. And now you all look really upset. Yeah, he just kept pushing until I was down. That's not okay. I know it's not okay. Everybody tweets Sunil and say, stop pushing Helen, you horrible, horrible She's only man. little. Say, oh, she's only four. You shouldn't push her. She's only four. You shouldn't push her. Tweet Sunil. Hey, um, to circle back, Christmas is really fucking hard. And actually, I want to talk about that today because I feel like let's not do it next week when it's too close. We want to have some joy. Let's talk about it now. What are our coping strategies? Because for me, the thing, well, I think for you, it's family. For me... My coping strategy is my family. No, your coping strategies need to be around your family. Oh, yeah, but I've, I found no an article. the Bowers. And you guys are great. <laughs> and with me, my coping strategies kind of need to be around food. Yes. And I think we both have a little bit of both. So let's talk through the, the family stuff first. Okay. This is... So there's 21 tips, which feels like a lot, but a lot of them what's are completely the, void. It is from... A website called, I don't know. Oh, happyful.com. Oh okay. So I just want to give the listener some sense of the credibility of the publication. The answer is it has none. Happyful.com. Okay. Love them or just tolerate them. Time with our families can be dot, dot, dot. Trying. Bang on happyful.com. It can be. Helen. Yeah. You don't have to read the whole article. Let's get to the question. Number one, yeah. put politics on the back burner. This one, I'd say, is not a thing for my family. Everyone's very liberal. Like, my dad and brother have a tendency to lock me out of politics conversations. But as of last week, we know that I am engaged. Yeah, you are. And time's up. Time's up, baby. Which will be my catchphrase for the entirety <laughs> of Christmas. I'll be like, time's up, guys. Nice. Time's nice. up. Right, or you could you could learn from the pattern. Look at me. Uh-huh. You could learn from the pattern. So they, they shut you out. Yes. Maybe it's something they have in common. Maybe they're insecure. Maybe they don't think that of you in that way. Fine. That's their problem. Look at me. 
You know that they do it. So why not just take yourself out of that situation anyway when it starts just be like, best of luck. Or overtly be like, I would like to be involved in this conversation. Yeah, so I say I'd like to be involved in this conversation and then they'll inevitably say a name that I don't know. Okay, so just opt out from the outset. Okay. Great, the boys are having boy time. Bye. But then what do I do? Oh, you go like enjoy the time where nobody's trying to talk to you and you just paint your nails or have a breath. Oh, roomy. You go to peace. Which I share with my sister. You have some peace. And then she's on top of me. Um, for anyone who doesn't understand the context of this, <laughs> my sister is two years younger than me. She's autistic. And a couple of Christmases ago, I woke up from us sharing a bed and she was putting makeup on me like I was a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredibly haunting and frightening and a difficult way to start the day. And I went, what the, I went what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you How doing? She's you like, look? I'm making you look beautiful. <laughs> did you? It you is look beautiful? terrifying having a six foot woman on top of you putting blusher on. Did you look beautiful? I looked mad. No. Absolutely mad. If it turned out you looked incredible, like you've never looked better, that would have been amazing. The worst thing is Sunil says that like I do to my sister what I do to him, or she does to me what I do to him, and it's basically love something within an inch to their life. But I do it through cuddles, and she does it through um, threats. Okay, both sort of terrifying in their yeah. own ways. Like okay. at the moment, her main obsession is that the hamster, her hamster pancake, has got a knife and it's coming for me. So I think the first lesson is essentially the first lesson is essentially take myself to my room and have and be a doll be well, a human well, the, the corpse doll is, actually the lesson's broader than that which is that like Christmas is not the time in my opinion I think you said this to me actually last year and it really stuck with me which is like Christmas is not the time to solve family patterns it's the time to acknowledge and avoid as much as possible of them so it's like you're if you're going to fix them you're certainly not going to fix them at the most stressful like big like supposedly supposed to be the best time of the, of the year yeah so just like you know that they disappoint you in that way so just like being expecting that they won't is actually half the battle. That's true. So just um, don't. Okay, share the load. This one I feel like you do in your family because you all have like little roll. Your mum fusses around and then mm. you do like little rolls each. Mm-hmm. So it's like don't have one person doing all the cooking or the cleaning or the organising, like split it up amongst you. I think that's fair. I'd say my family were all right at that. My sister wants to do the cooking usually. Right. My mum helps out a bit. We all, Is like good for cook? Christmases over the years, it's always been like potluck, like you bring something each. She She's a good cook. Right. Um, she does insist currently on vegan Christmases. Um, which I'm I'm totally up for, but um, obviously then you've got to do the usual banter of like, oh, yes, oh, it's just awesome, it's all in here. You know, for the uncles and Marco. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for, for, the, for the barrel elders. Okay. And um, it's just a bit of banter. Um, I'd say I'll probably organise the Secret Santa again. Gorgeous. Which is a good good job to do. Right. And then never to be someone like, what are we going to get for Uncle Jerry? It's like the Greg's voucher, like every year. Yeah, okay, like, it's right. just easy, go, easy, go, 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 easy go, 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 for great. him. Great. Okay. Drink mindfully, number three. I think that's bullshit. I am going to opt out of that one. Yeah, too. I'm yeah. opting out. Absolutely. You have to be no. blackout trashed yeah. for as much of it as possible. you got to be But not so much that you time. tear up too early. Yes, 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 yes. No shouting and no tearing. You want to stay gently buzzed the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I don't want to get to the point where I'm crying outside on the phone with a friend while I can hear their family going, shall me. we do charades? Wait, oh, my, like, no. my family would never do charades. Don't, they I can hear your family in the background gathering around a fire singing a Carol and I'll be like this is mental whilst my sister's like come in we can make it look like you died from a gunshot wound (laughs) 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 if it's any consolation in general actually the issue with my family is more that because they all live there and I don't Mm, they don't want you there no but they have their own full lives which means that like around Christmas and as around like any weekend they have plans they have things on so actually call me because a lot of the time I am happy. I'm just hanging out. Also, they have all those masses. You willing to talk to Marianne? 
Yeah, you yeah. are actually. Yeah. Okay, so drink mindfully. We're going to say that one 100% ignore. Yeah. Um, yeah, buzzed. Um, I don't get shouty. I get teary. And yeah, there is a state that I get in when I've been around my mum for maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> When I like it's like forty five days, the 45 smallest minutes. comment or or a look, poor poor Anne, she she can just look at me and I will read into it. Like that is the state of our relationship, and I'll be like, well, she thinks I'm a big fat pig. That's what she thinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I will be inevitably incredibly teary. Could but I, I'd say a bottle every three hours, probably fine. Could I say commit to a television show? This is just like, I'm actually just thinking out loud now. I'm freewheeling. Are so, you? Because I feel like you're doing this pointedly towards no, me. No, 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 no. Okay, go on. I'm saying for me, what really helps is to commit to a television show that people can hop in and out of that the whole family will enjoy. Because then you can watch the whole thing, but... And but they don't have to talk to you just to spend time with you. Are you doing this because this is before we'd start the podcast? But I know you knew about this because I told you about it like the day after Christmas. No. This is like before we were doing the podcast, before lockdown. And I spent the Christmas with my uncles and dad oh, no, watching the neighbour no. next door of John no, Damiano. No, 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 no. And no, was no, he actually no, the no. Um, guy that ran the um, death camp? That's not what I meant at all. That's not <laughs> no? what I meant at all. Okay. No. Because that is a tricky family choice for Christmas. I was thinking portrait artist of the year. <laughs> portrait artist of the year? Yeah. They can come in at any time or like Queer Eye. They can come in at any time. They can all engage. It's very easy to explain. You don't have to have seen the last one. I did that with League of Gentlemen the year that we, the couple of years where we rented like a big house in London and it was like the Malaysians and Australians were over too. Gavin and Stacey. That kind of show where like you don't have to have seen the last one. You get the gist. That's true. I'll say this without naming. I have a couple of family members who, when we're watching a comedy, if anything is even slightly close to like blue humour, they go, oh no, oh <laughs> no, oh no. And I'm just there like, oh, okay, wait, seriously, I, this? Yet like, again, I will refer you to Portrait Artist of the Year. It's genuinely a great time. <laughs> okay, we're going to, can you remind me in the extras to really get into some of that stuff? Because I do want to discuss that. Yeah, of course. Um, Pay more if you want to listen, cousins. And if it's the cousin that you think it is, it's not. It's you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next one. Tis the season to avoid snipping. Muttered comments under your breath and sarcastic replies. You mean sniping, babe. <laughs> no. Is that how you spell sniping? Yeah, because there's no double P. S N Y P E. Snipe. No. So that's sniping. If it had a double P, it would be snipping. So we're not really like we're not snipping. Listen, I now feel like I'm sniping. Yeah. You're, also, you're... probably don't want to get a haircut at this time of year. Yeah, no so snipping, no sniping. But can't you snip at someone in like a, like, fuck off? Snipe. That's a snip. No, you're, you're sniping. I'm sniping. Oh my God, I'm a sniper. But I don't have a gun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, babe. I know. Wait, okay. So you can snipe with a, wep- with a bullet as well as a word? Yeah. What a mad old world of words we mm. live in. I know. The a mad old world of words. Really profound stuff. So don't Crazy. snipe. Okay, so no muttering under your breath. That one's really hard. Yeah, so don't make little comments, which is so difficult because sometimes I feel like my running commentary of how much I'm suffering is good for everyone. Mm. But I do believe after reading this article, it is not. <laughs> I think the other thing is like, it's really hard not to snipe when you're being sniped at. Like when someone yeah. has something to say about everything you do, yes, it's so hard to not engage. But I do actually find that when you don't, they then stop. 
even though initially it's harder. Yeah. Whereas if you start, it only is going to escalate to tears. It's only you're gonna. It's gonna like day three or day thirty doesn't matter. Like you're gonna get there some way somehow. But my brother's tick over Christmas, I feel whenever there's a silence, is he'll go like, I wonder what's happening on Helen's Instagram stories because I Instagram story all of my Christmases because it's my way of getting through it is making it look like. Oh, it's just mad, mad fun, and there's no and awkward Helen, silences. You can hide from your family the stories. Stories, I know that, but then I did that one year, and then my mum got really upset that I was cutting her out, and she wasn't welcome in my world. Oh, and I could <laughs> not. Yeah, I snipped her. I snipped her out. Snipped her. And then it became this whole conversation about how she feels like unincluded, and I was like, "It's not that. It's just that you did a um, full-on presentation about your spiritual walk this year with over 200 slides, and I felt the need to point that out. Thank you, Andrew." For that noise <laughs> it was mental to our ex-husband and his brothers who were just like okay brilliant that's <laughs> another church like just madness okay the next one is one i don't agree with at all compromise is key it's not fight until you win no um, hang on what do they give us an example what are they saying okay Unless you are that family member who has things their way or they just won't come, the fact that the matter is you're going to have to make some compromises, whether it's playing Monopoly, switching out the good cheese for a vegetarian-friendly substitute or sitting at the kid's end of the table, chances are you're going to end up doing something you'd rather not, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, fine. Ultimately, I feel with compromise, everybody has to do that, so that's fair enough. The compromise is that I will share a room with my sister Mm -hmm. And that I will inevitably receive a death threat every single hour mm. throughout the day. Mm. Mine is that I'm not in London, but I couldn't have them in London anyway because I don't have yeah. a room for them. I'd love, love, love to host Christmas, but that's not really anybody else's fault. It's just like... You'd be such a good Christmas That host. is just capitalism. But also frightening. Could you imagine, like, if you put wrapping paper on the floor? Oh, yeah, no. I'd say, I'd say I, that it would be beautiful aesthetically. The photographs would be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I think people would be stressed out. <gasps> I don't want them to be stressed out. I want them to be relaxed. And I do, in my heart of hearts, when, they, when they're arriving, I'll do everything. But the prep. matching pajamas would be Instagrammable. That's what I mean. It's like I would do everything to prep for them to have the loveliest time. I would think about what everyone wants. Mm. I would really, truly, in my heart of hearts, want them to have the best time. But then they'd sit on my sofa, and I'd be like, "Get off it!" <laughs> so, um, which is which is amazing because I'm actually allowed to sit on Catherine's sofa now. I have to have a tray and napkins if I'm eating, <laughs> but I am allowed to be on it. But it's just that thing of like, in my heart of hearts, I read it, but I, my heart cannot communicate with my brain when people are in my space. And especially after day, like night one, like I can find with night one, but come day two, day three, I get like, get out of my house. But this isn't this is inherently what Christmas is, because like you have this, I always said, and I still say, I'm talking about this with my therapist, like, I want that family that are like, it's Christmas, we're all together, let's cuddle up, let's like enjoy this time. It doesn't exist. But then when someone in my family, like each year, I think me and my brother or my mum or... Not my dad and sister, actually. They couldn't give a shit. They say this. Um, want to like have that cuddly Christmas, but just not in line with each other. Like my mum will try and do like this is not now, but it's like years ago. We'll try and do like like we're all doing stockings together at the same time. And for me and my brother, it maybe felt a bit false or performative. And then I remember last year, my gorgeous brother really wanted to do like he was like all oh, these people online do these like um, recreations of pictures of them when they were younger and now as adults. And I remember just yeah. thinking, I don't want to fucking do that. Like what? Oh, who are we showing off to? I know. It was such a nice idea and I would have wanted that but on the day mm-hmm. it felt wrong which I know is going to resonate with a lot of people of like oh this person wants that I want it but for some reason if we do it for each other it doesn't but I feel think, right. I think what you're saying is actually the key there to me at least is and I've really had to learn this and it, actually Christmases have gotten better and better the more I've done this 
And by the way, my mom puts on like yeah, uh, very wholesome. I'm very lucky. Like it's like the perfect affair. Like everything's that could you could want is there. But mm-hmm. I guess my point is with Christmas in general. Same with birthdays. I think for me because I hate them. Mm-hmm. Is and this sounds negative, and I don't mean it to. I actually think it's made all of my enjoyment of it so much more. Mm-hmm. Lower your goddamn expectations. And I mean like to the ground. Lower them. Like it's like at the point at which you're like, look, this sales pitch of like perfect Christmas that everyone's having, it doesn't exist. Like every family has lost someone. Yeah. Like has somebody's having coming in with so much work stress. Somebody's coming in with like a breakup. Somebody's coming in with like too much need for it to be perfect whatever it is everyone's dealing with situations and I think like at the point at which you just go you know what I don't have to work for a week and I want this to be as relaxing as I can three days saying a week yeah sure it's making my heart go funny I don't have to work okay yeah and some of this time is here I'm just going to lower my expectations. But I think that should be, the, this should be the whole list, should just be lower your expectations. Yeah, because then actually I think anything that's nice, you're like, oh, that was actually all right. Yeah. Versus like, I think anytime you try to pre-plan it. Also, I think the problem is as well, like a lot of it is oddly try, adults trying to recapture their childhood. Yeah. As in true. like a bunch of adult children, children behaving like they are the kids of mm-hmm. parents who should behave as though they have toddlers. And you're like... <laughs> We, we're all adults here. So I find the more I try to put my emphasis on making other people yeah. relaxed and have a good time, like as in like, remember that my mom also deserves to enjoy Christmas. Yeah. The more fun I have. Hello and welcome back to Trusty Hogs. We just had a crying break. A mental health break. <laughs> Honestly. Like even talking about this, yeah, but I know. I know it's important because I know there's a lot of you that feel the same way yeah. and we are trying to be as honest as possible whilst being mindful of, that our, people, of our families and also people who listen to this because it's not them, it's also us and it's just, this is everyone's coping with it. I just think as well, like... Do you want to hear this one? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I just think that as well, like people come in exhausted off into Christmas. Uh-huh. I read this thing on the internet the other day that was like, other mammals in winter like lie down and take it easy and hibernate essentially. Whereas at the like time in the year when the days get shorter, yeah. like moving and energy levels are incredibly in- increasingly difficult to muster. Yeah. All humans are like, here's 12 artificial deadlines. You must finish everything before Christmas. And you're yeah. like, what? Huh? And I have a shopping list? This is insane. And so like, I just think like, it's supposed to be, it's okay to just be restful, but it's so tricky when your family are like, let's do everything. I'm getting a bit better at saying like, I'm doing nothing religious and I'm not going to see the people I don't want to see. Good. And um, not leaving any wiggle room in that, okay. even though it's really hard to be like, to stare your mother down when you know you're disappointing her and be like, I won't be going to that. Yeah. I mean, your family that comes with a different Christmas Mm. weight of religion whereas my mum and brother still went to a couple of years ago to mass but like it's not something that my dad never went like we used to go to church every Sunday and he'd be like I can't go in the holy water or ball over in the front (laughs) Um, so that was like it but you've also got yeah and to be clear your dad's big gig my Christmas is (laughs) awesome in but but I so it's mine. But what I was going to say, <laughs> but no, what I was say is last year I found it really hard and had to go upstairs a few times to have a cry. Yeah. Because post-pandemic, having had one sort of by myself, it felt so pressurized. It was yeah. like, you have to make up for the time lost. You have to be perfect this whole time. Like, And I was like, 
in quite a depressed place mm. and I felt bad for feeling depressed on Christmas mm. and then felt like listen what does it say next should I read the next one yeah agree to disagree I love how it's like five seconds ago it was like throw yourself into everything <laughs> um, yeah I do think like for discussions and debates it's okay to be like let's maybe talk about something else yeah um, they've suggested something crazy which is like you take a pause and I ask everyone to make three last points and it's like we't we're not having a don't I know no. that's fucking mad isn't no, it like insane. what sort of families have trained in debate in that way mm-hmm. like because they that would, would be end nine, up, but it would be bad <laughs> but me and my mum's last point is always tears and manipulation yeah so we can't end it with just both of us crying going and none of you ever loved us yeah I don't think that's the one <laughs> I don't think that's the one um put yourself out there we all have that one relation we're not so close to or partner of a loved one that feels I like this one make an effort to sit or speak with them and make them more feel included I I do genuinely think this helps me so much not just yeah. at Christmas but at any gathering where I feel out of place finding another person and like to include yeah. makes you feel so part of the space totally like a like an uncle that you haven't spoken with all year or like f- like new partners for people like or neighbours like I've got a cousin's partner who I've n- we like never really get time just the two of us and I'm thinking like oh that this year that sounds actually like a really good shout I don't know mm-hmm. if we're going to see them on Christmas day but like that feels great 100% and also like pre-plan calls with your friends like I do need to like remember that I have a whole life and because yeah. it helps me with this next one that they're recommending which I actually think is the most vital the get out act your age yes that one when I read it I was like no I'm not going to fucking up my age and then you read it and it's like you're with your family you have a tendency to go back to like a more toddler version of yourself mm-hmm. toddler teenage and it's like you're not that no. age like this is interesting like people. you open yourself up to old disagreements when you behave like an old version of yourself essentially be present and be your current self and those those ones. but I'm only for offer a helping hand with any cooking cleaning or even just making a round of cup of tea yes because you're an adult yeah, the this can help good. take the pressure off the host absolutely and also just like I, for me as well as like act like it's your your you as well so like go for it I like to go for a walk every morning so go for my walk Yeah, I like to run so go for a run even yeah. if it doesn't fit into everybody else's plan like those things make me feel sane yeah, no, but you don't have a fucking sister who's like physically gripped onto you the no, entire I time I don't can you is there any time that she sleeps that you could go for a walk <laughs> she doesn't sleep this bitch is crazy she's okay. just on top of you just like games Ugh. games games and it's all done with love and okay then I think can you say Marianne I have to go for a walk alone because it's the only way I can and then I will feel guilty yeah I will do it but I will then and then I feel and I do do it I am the first one in my family I will ditch I am mm. such a quick ditcher and then I will feel like See, I don't think that's ditching. Yeah. I think you're better. Co- I think you're better company. I definitely think I'm better company at home if I've gone for my walk or gone out to see yeah. a friend. Oh my god, I'm better to them the time I'm there than when I get into that like reclusive space. Yeah. Of, like, I'll stay inside with you the whole time, but I hate you all. I'd much rather go out and then remember that like perspective and then come back and be like, I do love you and I want to spend time yeah. with you. So you're yeah. actually being a better. It's like Doctor Phil always says to those moms who are kind of abusive to their kids. Um, you know, the first step with being a good mom is looking after number one. That one. You know, the, the moms are like, I just hate my kids and I don't ever want to see them. And he's like, you should get a manicure because that makes you a good mom. You know that one? I know. It's and a I'm bad so, example. No, it was a really good one. And I want to berate you for the accent, but I'm not going to be able okay. to. Okay. <laughs> I don't buy it. I'm skipping some of these I find too American. If all else fails, bribery? <laughs> that, one, that one resonated with what me. What the hell? 
Oh, promising yourself something for after. Yes. Promising yourself something for after that you can Done have. it. I've booked Disney World. Love that. <laughs> or I've booked like a weekend off in London. Nice. Where I just do nothing in London. Ice skating, Shrek Adventure, no. No. Windsor Castle, no. Hampton Court Palace. No. The London Eye. No, get this. I'm going to wake up and see how I feel. You're mental. You're mad. But I never get to do that. And you definitely don't get to do that at home. Nobody gets to do that at home. Okay, do you want to do bats so she gets a massage? She's getting a massage. We all know that. But <laughs> I like, am getting a tiny yeah. massage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll always feel in You'll pain. you always feel like you're in the mood for a massage. <laughs> know your limits. Um, yeah, I think I'm really bad for this on money. I'll overspend to compensate for what I feel like is an absence through the rest of the year because I live in a different country. This is family. one that I'm lucky with my family that we do do a secret Santa with a spending cap. So everyone leaves too, with one but- gift. I don't live there and I always feel bad and yeah. then I overspend and then I feel bad. Yeah. Um, react, and that's good. Tricky. Aim for enjoyable, not perfect. That's good. That's really yeah. good. And then practice gratitude, not guilt. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's such an easy thing to say. Like, practice be grateful for and don't feel guilty, but I will feel guilty for practicing gratitude when I feel like <laughs> I should be talking to them. Like, it's just, it's never going to happen. Okay. Okay. <sighs> That was the worst chat of my life. I genuinely feel like I've just done a therapy session. Yeah, no, it's a lot. I also think that it's really brave of you to keep going through this conversation, though, because essentially, lower your expectations, get through it. It's yeah. the only advice we can really give you. And also recognize like... Or another global pandemic. No, no, <laughs> Helen, we're another, not wishing for or that. Or another but global also, pandemic. But also look at me. The first, the first earthquake of London. The first earthquake no, of London. We're not wishing for that. And all we're not wishing for that. The twains hey, go look down. Hey, look at me instead and know, th- know this is dead. Yeah. Soon. Not soon, but as soon as I can. I'll be in Disney World. Oh, yeah, that. And you'll that be sending me money to buy gifts for myself. No, none of that. I was going to say, as soon as I can, as soon as I can host a Christmas, you'll be invited. <gasps> I want to come. I'll be invited. That'll be really nice. You'll be invited. And um, all I can say is to my friend Alice, prepare for a visit. Every hour on the hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long but couple of days. Does it. I promise you they're doing it too. Like your family are Just doing Just like everyone feels the same. And for some reason, I grew up believing that everyone else was completely loving it. Yeah. People were counting down to it at school. People couldn't believe it. People said they couldn't sleep on Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh God, I mean either. It's fucking terrifying, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think my thing is food, right? So it's like everyone talks about the food. So yeah. so exciting about the food. Think of all the delicious food. First of all, I don't actually love Christmas food. No, because it's minging. Yeah. yeah. And then also there's this like, there's nothing else to do. And when I'm bored or sad, I do overeat as do lots of people. Yeah. But then... Also, I get guilt about so much. Because you can't secret eat. There's always someone there. There's nowhere to binge in a corner. Also, there's no... I come from a really big, you know, like a big family. And so my thing that I get is like, um, once something's opened, it's basically gone. Mm. Right? It's like a race. Mm -hmm. But I want the thing, but I don't want to always have to eat it like the second it's open or feel like I'm competing for the food. Yeah, yeah. And so then I get like mad that it's oh. all gone but that's like yeah. I, did, I just want I thought you were going to say I hid it in my room and then forgot and then no, I get I, me I, neither no I wouldn't do that either <laughs> no forget. I've never done that but it's, for me it's more like <laughs> I get frustrated that like no one thought Catherine might want one will leave yeah. her one everyone's just like and that's so silly this is so childish this is the case of acting your age and I did something last year that helped so much which is this is going to sound pathetic but I brought some stuff that I like to eat with me 
and no one room. else was allowed to touch her. I just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> yes! And that is such a good secret eater classic it's move. Not, no, 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 but actually it was the opposite. I then didn't binge and like eat every single thing that was in front of me because I was like, well, this uh, we have to eat it now or else it's like there's some sort of weird like shortage going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, by the way, my family do not mean this in any way. They're just... Having a biscuit because the biscuits are open. They're yeah. doing nothing to oh, me. This is th- like my mum's not looking at me thinking that I'm the most disgusting that's ever existed. That's just the context that I put it in oh, my head. Oh, that's what I mean. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody was like trying to wound Catherine. They were just having a biscuit because they had a cup of tea and they were out. But I, it stresses me out. And also they're like, I, I also just, I don't over-exercise, but I definitely exercise so as to allay some f- like... Oh God, it's also toxic. Like you don't have to earn your food. Yeah. I but I there there is really like a constant stream of food. And when you're anxious about food, it's quite like mm-hmm. stressful. Yeah. Um and I want to enjoy it. I really want to enjoy it. And so uh, the way I do that is to like go out and get my fresh air and walk and feel like I've actually moved that day because but also I try to take on some of the cooking so I can make things that I want to eat. But God, it's so weird to like It'd be expected to eat so much. And the food's really generally, especially if you're a vegetarian. Yeah. Fuck me. It's just kind of overcooked veg. (laughs) We really need to all, all, like, normalise getting Domino's on Christmas Day and eating it. Or an Indian. Oh, fuck me. I'd love a big old Indian on Christmas Day. I had an Indian Christmas once. It was incredible. I mean, I was in India. But yeah. like, it was incredible. <laughs> Christmas like, curry. Yes, please. Yeah, that's what I want. All that stuff that people make with the stuff the next day. They're like turkey curries. or the, I'm like, that's up my street. Do you mean Bridget Jones's mum? No. But, um, <laughs> that is curry my, buffet. But my mum is Bridget Jones's mum. Yeah. <laughs> she's an incredible host. She's like, everything gets, she's just amazing. But I, I just think... Um, I honestly feel like we've had a, such an honest discussion and I think food is such a tricky one to even discuss because we don't want to... I don't want to cause anybody We don't want to say anything and give anyone a thought that they hadn't had about yeah. a complex around food because like inherently it's fine. Your body will say what it wants and you put into it what it needs. And, and there's, no there's no shame wrong, and no one's judging you, no one's no looking. there's no wrong outcome for food. There's the no like, wrong outcome, but you're going to be confronted with it. But like, we are coming from a place of like, it just is tricky and sometimes it is tricky when you're back in... Obviously not for me going into the house I grew up in, but around the people I grew up with, like you can fall back into eating habits that you may have picked up off that you're not proud of. Or that don't. But act- I know I'm proud of my binging because I got so good at it. Pride. It's about like what serves you. Like I think like yeah. you can go back into stuff that actually harms you for whatever way. Whether that's a lack of food. But I think or it's also important to or- remember that like on Christmas it's probably a great time to starve yourself because you do get drunk quicker. <laughs> And I do think that's something that we have missed here. We're saying, like, obviously, do eat if you're hungry. But, like, don't forget, like, an old school dose of, um, you know, like, a moment on the hips, lips forever on the hips won't kill you. You know what I mean? <laughs> One day, blackout early, good chance you might sleep through to Boxing Day. And for me personally, I do see that as a positive. So if you can, um, carb load on the 22nd and just ride it out with the booze. <laughs> And that does go for underage drinkers. Okay. You're so sweet. Merry Christmas. Should we bring our guest on? <laughs> we cannot every single time. No, every no, single please, time. Please bring our guest on because I really want to, I also really want to go to the extras because I really want to talk about some stuff. Yeah, okay, cool. Let's do it. Everybody, please welcome to Trusty Hogs, the wonderful Tessa Coates. Coates. 
Hello, if you like Trusty Hogs, why not join our Patreon? Listen, we have an extra episode every single week if you do, which is amazing. And you can mm-hmm. listen to the backlog of them if you have just joined. You get all the 57 free ones mm-hmm. that are already out. Additionally, we put up extra content, extra shows, extra live shows. And lately, an entire episode of a Solving Listener Problems called the Mailbag Special Edition 1. There's yes, so many please. treats on there. I think it's worth a fiver, if not more. Oh my God, come on, you fucking little piggy whores. Join us for £5 a month. You get everything and you can be our best friend. I love how they're the whores, but we're asking for their money. Confusing. Have a lovely day. Thank you, bye. Are you intimidated because Tess is so beautiful? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, I'm panicking. Yeah, you are. I don't know why I don't like having blonde guests on. I think that's oh, what it that's is. your thing. It Hello. is. I respect Hi, that. Hi, welcome Hello. to our podcast. Hi, you actually look beautiful. <laughs> you I don't a... know. Helen! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop negging her! <laughs> one, one look at that. Oh, that's a big knot. I have oh, that's not... a big knot. Okay. It's so bad. I don't care for the winter. I really don't. That's yeah, that the sort of knot you okay. see on those videos of like, you know, like detangling videos. Yeah, yeah. And they they have to cover their face because they're too shamed. It's, it's, it's a shame. How did you get that knot? That's that just beca- that arrives mid October, and depending on how I'm feeling, seasonal affective disorder wise, I just allow it to grow. Like, Stop. A, like a, a mouse and family will just move in. No, mid, and I just. But this I side is it. stunning. That's the thing. I I. I compensate. I overcompensate on this side. You know what it makes me think and I of? I hide it, but it's so bad. It's a disgrace. I look That's like a witch who lives so in the woods. No, no, no. Okay, it's witchy, but it also makes me think of, Please. you know, the character in Shallow Hollow has a tail. I actually did not watch that film. I know what. Okay, I, there's a character in Shallow Hollow. It's played by Jason Alexander. You know, George from Seinfeld. And yes. he's like, yes. and there's a moment where him and Jack Black open up to each other emotionally, and he's like, I've got a tail. An actual tail. An actual tail. No, on the bottom of his spine. Oh, and it's a tail, God. and it wags when he's happy. Oh, and at the end of it, he meets a woman who likes dogs, and the tail wags, and that's the end of his character. And that looks like that. Oh, that's what it reminds me of. What a horrible Like a tail different. at the back. <laughs> I love you so much because you came in here, arrived, and just proceeded to put on your bra. That's correct, yeah. Which I, I really <laughs> love as an energy. I feel like, yeah, that's like the perfect midsection between Helen and I. Also, it makes like, me worry. You want to be presentable, but you haven't thought it through. I do feel like I am. I sit right in the Venn diagram between the twain of you. That's fascinating. That I really do wish to high present, yes. if I may. Yes, and, please. But I... And people who care... And, no, go on. Go on. <laughs> From a woman who's currently got mascara on her cheek, the Catherine White yeah, there. I tried. Uh, no, 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 no. From a woman who came in braless and then to put mascara in her eyebrow, I'd, I'd be fascinated. I just wanted to show off to Catherine. I'd be fascinated to hear where I sit on the scale. Sorry, I'd be, I'd be, as someone who is currently wearing a rosy tinted <laughs> lip balm. <laughs> You are, you're, you're radiant. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm Helen, so you sorry. know you often have a, you, more often than not, you have a sty. Right, I'm taking off my bra. <laughs> no, no, we don't have to Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, 
Helen. I'm doing it. I'm taking off my bra because then, you know, we've got the perfect Venn diagram. Can you get one of your tips out, please? Absolutely. <laughs> and I will I, wear bra, no bra. I had it, I've had it on all day. I was Earlier I was sat in the pub um, uh, ostensibly working, but I wasn't. I was Great. just drinking more Great. wine. And my bra hurt oh, so much I took it off. And then when I got here, I thought, have some respect so I've tried to put it back the on the size of that put that on your head <laughs> sorry Helen has just taken off her bra if you're listening to this and I'm about to put it on my head and I can in fact wear it as a hat you that's look, just one you look yeah. like a like a medieval um, like monk <laughs> that's, uh, that's one that's wow. one tip. and one then there cup. they are there's room to spare actually Andrew, that's just one cup <laughs> are you getting it that's the other cup it's that's the other cup this is just the one for any big breasted women out there don't worry my back is not an agony currently they are resting on table supportive <laughs> you're disappointed they didn't make more of a noise oh <laughs> I need to get skin on wood it's mm, so warm yeah. sort of that noise yeah that has not been washed it's in weeks it's so warm I'd I get bet. that off it's so warm you look do you want to play with it I would like to put it on my head too oh, the other one. oh, it, oh. it's so <laughs> 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 Can pin it underneath. Yeah. Underneath. Now you this is classic that trusty hugs that we even had for a little while. You look like a gorgeous nun. Like Thank she you. she had a husband who died and now she's just going to just give herself to God. Absolutely. How gorgeous. do you solve a problem like Tessa Coates? Here oh. we fucking go. You look amazing. <laughs> the, the Lord has come for me. I feel him in, in this bra. In the bra. <laughs> Honestly, I think just keep it on. Like I okay. I, I, I cannot that explain the naughty how hair it really has. You look. You didn't like. You felt very didn't like having a blonde person on. So now you don't have to. This makes me feel a lot calmer. We've done it. No, you don't have to sit in Helen's. I'm quite comforted. Okay. Yeah. Kind of dirty. Like how much is coming out? Yours, by the way, have gotten so much lower all of a sudden. That was doing some support. Hello. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) There's a moment in every woman's life where she looks at our friend and our friend says, "Those are dropped, haven't they?" (laughs) But they would. The pure weight. I mean. Come on, drop it in my hand. Oh my God, that's heavy. Do you want to get in there? Well, yeah. Okay, for anyone who's not watching on YouTube, we're currently holding a breast have each. Have it be dropped. I'd say you're not doing any... Me. Well, you've got to lift it up. I'm oh, sorry. Gosh. No, no, you've got to drop it onto her hand like you did with me. It's a lot. Listen, oh, okay. this isn't great listening. The great listening experience. What? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it a lot? Okay. Hey, girl, hey. I'm um, ready for you to... Okay. Come. Okay. Are you ready for us? Right. I'm ready for you, yeah. Wait, okay, I, right, wait so... I also want you to... To test me, to check me. Oh yeah, we've got get, three get very loud women, Sorry, and I'm very have... excited about this. Can you please measure Tessa Coates' breasts, please? Here we go. Here we go. We told oh, Tessa this that. is your superpower. And by the way, I've never let Helen do this, but she... fun, fun, really fun bags. Really? really? Oh my god! <laughs> you know when I touch breasts like this, it makes me think of um. She doesn't usually squeeze this when she likes yours. You know, in Finding Nemo, and it's like he will be squishy and he will be mine and yeah. he will be my squishy. <laughs> Wow, they're huge. Whoa. Oh my God. Okay, yeah, you're a 32E. Fuck! You're amazing. What? Those are great breasts. <laughs> yeah, so you're amazing. What? Did you hear that? That's correct. That's incredible. Ideal? Sorry, are you the feminine? Wow. That's I insane. You, you, honestly, that, I don't think I've ever had a 32E e. in my hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's incredible. Good for you. Her and you wear the right size. That brow is very well fitting. <gasps> yes, I Congratulations. <laughs> You've How clearly you? been, yeah, you've clearly taken I it guess seriously. Where I've been. Guess where this is from? Rigby and Pella. Rigby and Pella. Yeah. <laughs> they do great sizing. Yeah. They do the right They're sizing. Unbelievable. <laughs> but 
Isn't she unbelievable? You're, that's insane. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, actually, the women in Rigby and Pella don't have to touch you as much. Or, <laughs> I, or, actually, or I, I, knew, okay, I knew a bit earlier, but I've got to say, what a bag of fun that is. Okay, mine thank is squishable, you. but that's, that is insane. That's incredible. You must look insane in a bikini. Oh, my God. I'll bet you look amazing. I don't want to hear your own personal stuff. But I'll bet. I'll bet everybody else is like, fucking hell. I'd, I'd have to go straight into the water just to cover up what happened to my Me pants too. if I saw you. No, that's, that's inappropriate. Like, I'd be fucking oh, oh, gosh. so careful. Like, have you just been in the sea? And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> is this what you said? Yeah, just, just, just out of the water. Listen, <laughs> as I was walking through the Ecuador-Spain game, uh, I was thinking, I hope, I bet this is exactly what it's going to be. And I'm right. I, yeah. I guess Helen's going to sexually objectify me and fill me up. Yeah. Were you um, big-titted at school or were you a late bloomer? No, and the reason I'm... Cu- um, th- so thrilled with them yeah. is they arrived so late. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How late are we talking? Uh, 17, 18, <gasps> like, f- like final year of school. Whoa. And then when they arrived, I was like, yes. It had a real like, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was these, okay, so I went to this dates my school time, but there was, yeah. a, it was a power beads time. There were these wooden oh, yeah. beads. Oh, don't. Yeah. The cool girls had them. Yeah, 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 yeah. With uh, Chinese symbols on them. Of course. Yes. Uh, uh, Everybody the- white? Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, couldn't be whiter. Yeah. Um, deeply culturally appropriated. I'm sure they weren't even the correct Chinese oh, yeah, symbol yeah, yeah. for the thing. No doubt. Yeah. But um, if anyone who's thinking, what, tell me more. Um, <laughs> although I, I know your listenership and they're all like, yeah, you don't need to explain. We, we know what they are. <laughs> we got you. But there were some were like, um, energy, love, confidence. Yeah. One of them was... Power. Power, growth. <gasps> so there was one, they were green. There, I'm upset. There was, a, there, there came a... a, a a bracelet arrived into our school community. Oh my it God. was growth. And it was given to a girl as a joke, as a like, this is for you for growth, Christmas yeah. resident. She comes back after the Christmas holidays. No. It's it's happened. Oh my no. God. So Wait, these, has she gotten taller or are her tits bigger? The, just the tits. Okay, great. <laughs> it was for the tits and it was like, and then it was passed among the flat chested community as like, uh, it was like shrouded in cloth and <gasps> given one to another. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I swear to God. And it worked. It's the sister out of the traveling tits? Yeah, What's it was, happening? it was, it was that. It was exactly that. What yeah. the hell is going on? Yeah, it felt so powerful. And then once it had worked, you had to pass it on to the next Can person in I need. Can I get a go now? I don't know where it's been years. I couldn't say where they are now. I hope they're still in circulation. I hope they're probably on the prices list. Am I right? Am I right? Because she, you're right. Like, the really, joke, so Katie Price has probably oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, and she's holding them. That's she's what holding if you keep them, them for too long. Yeah. Yeah. Hoarding them like Smaug. You got to give on. I they, bet oh now God, if we Google, you know those like unfamous like segments on like morning magazine shows where it's like women with the biggest breasts in the world. I bet if we watch those back, we'll see they're all wearing it, and we'll be like, it all makes sense. Because I don't think I had so many of them. I might have had a growth one. But ask this probably ages me differently. We were shag bands. I think we had shag bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shag bands. And also we went through the um, charity band phase. Yeah. And um, the breast cancer was a cute one. Oh that was what. No, honestly, cute girls had the breast cancer one. You could buy a Dorothy Perkins oh new look. My God. And then obviously the guys yeah. all had Liv Strong for Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! You didn't Incredible. have one. Um, I didn't really like things that could get dirty being like on my things. skin. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving on. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, I remember the Chinese symbols, and that was like. 
it was the generation before us got them tattooed on them. Whereas mm. by the time we came along, we were like, we're not getting that. That'd be so lame. So every girl in my year, apart from me, because I could not commit to a design, got um, like some sort of swirl with flowers on it. Oh like a flower oh, swirl. Yeah. Oh, I see. That was the one of our gen, was okay, flower swirl. A swirl. Please tell me you got a swirl of flowers. I don't have a swirl of flowers. You I'm feel sorry. like you have a swirl of flowers on your body you somewhere. You feel like you don't have any tattoos to me. It's it's no tattoos, but if I yeah. did, it would be... Um, a lily. Okay, so I did go in and ask <laughs> for a, a Frangia Pani, which is the white one with like a yellow flex in the middle that looks like it's been painted. Like it's a, a white flower, flower with these yeah. yellow bits in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stunning, and I just wanted it in some kind of swirl. Well, <laughs> <laughs> or like more of a growth, and I wanted it on my butt, and I yeah, and I thought yeah. it would look like it had been painted like a watercolor. <gasps> I did meet this girl once who had this like unbelievable um, Chinese um, d- like design on her back, and it looked like it had been painted on. That's incredible. And so that's what I wanted. And the man was like, "Your skin is so white. Like, what <laughs> do you think is going to happen? You won't know it's there. We can't put a white we tattoo. We can't put on a you. white tattoo on you. Oh no, it doesn't <laughs> get any wider. It doesn't get any wider than you. Your your alabaster." And that was the end of my flower. Had you already shown him your ass? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God I, damn. He really came out of that well. Yeah, yeah. He should have stopped me way earlier than... Yeah, I, like, I could have told you that. I don't want to get it. It's for the best. I'm going to get it for you. Thank you. I'm going to creep in while you're sleeping and I'm going to tattoo my design. you. It, oh, well, I really, really wanted to look painted on. Yeah. part of it. Because it's classy. Yeah, because it's classy. Yeah, that's classy. <laughs> that's yeah. really that's what, classy. That's what sets me apart. An ass tattoo, but make it paint. That's yeah, classy. That's I love classy. that. I love it, that. The worst thing in the world is like when your friend is getting a tattoo and you know they're going to hate it in like three months time, but you have to just be like, this oh. is great. Have you ever been in that situation? No one would take you to the parlor. No, and I think I got as close to it as I was ever going to get when I got that fringe. But fringe <laughs> throw out. You know what I mean? Did you take people to the parlor for the fringe? No, but I think like I had put myself on a ban after a breakup of getting a haircut for six months. I should have made it a year. Yeah. Should have made it a year. I'd have said two. I would have said two. You really jumped in. Could have made it a year at least. She genuinely thought she had a new personality after she'd done it. And, and that's okay. It's okay. And that's okay. It's all my <laughs> You look like you're going to cry. Yeah. I yeah. just think curly girls with fringes are um, saints and heroes. Mm. And if they have that kind of... I would say professional skill mm. to make it look good every day, then fair play to them. I'm not one of them. But then if it's not tattoos, if it's not a fringe, what do you do? Because nail paint's not enough. Like, what's the thing you do to get over a big life change or when you want to make a change in yourself? Because mm. we can't diet anymore. We can't <laughs> do the hair. We can't do a tattoo. Therapy? Piercings? Therapy? Yeah, oh, I do get I do get a lot of suggestions. Uh, therapy's a good suggestion. Yeah, therapy's uh, a great suggestion. <laughs> perhaps they're like a, a little hop out of the country. You know, hop out, hop out oh, of the yeah. country. Hop out of the country. Helen loves running away from yeah, her just problem. a run away and a nice little run away. A sort of live like talented Mr. Ripley in that little town. Oh you know? my god, and trick everyone. No, yeah. not don't no. focus on that. I knew okay. as I said it, I thought the wrong the Lie wrong to information everyone. will be latched onto here. I just meant like the lovely Italian Agreed. town and just carry your tomatoes and just rethink. Here's know? my question. Please. Because you seem quite sage. And I we were talking earlier about how to cope with Christmas. Okay. Whether it be like food or your family or whatever your vibe is. Do you have something that you find a tricky at Christmas and how do you deal with it? Do I find do I have a person? No, not a person, but oh. like I, I was like well. I mean, that would be crazy to name them on our podcast. I was like <laughs> thinking more like I was trying to give you a, a vague question so that you could go with a vague answer. Like, do you find being home stressful? Do you go home for Christmas? Uh, my home, I don't find stressful. I have, I, and I'm aware that I'm lucky that my immediate right. family 
a good, good company. Good. I hate you. We love so to hear it. We like to hear it possible. We like to hear it. Your tiny back and your massive breath. If I met your non-tattoo and your magical growth necklace and your happy family. You you know what? I did not need this today. Okay. Okay. Quick, tell her one of your problems. Quick. Oh, quick, 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 quick. If but you I don't will, have I crabs, I will I... fucking freak out. Okay. What do you want me to tell you? Like, I, I'm just trying to think of the worst thing I can think of to tell you. About. No, I, listen. Tell that, me. The the immediate family thing I think is the product of a lot of work on my part. Okay, well done. Like, like. No, no put, well done. That's you. amazing. Look at me. Don't look at her. Just ignore her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't put that on your breast. No, you're right. You're right. If I put the effort in, it would all be fine. No, it's not. No, 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 no that's not no, what I'm trying no, to say. Helen. Talk to Catherine. Helen. Talk to Catherine. Helen, you're being I just meant like inhospitable. I, that's, I just meant like, I was like, okay, no one else appears to be fixing this. I guess I'll have to be. Uh, and by what that, I mean like, I mean like, me stepping back. In my Please tell me how to do that. Um, it's it's basically about like, but then my greater family at Christmas, I would describe as a, a nightmare, a living nightmare. Oh, wow. So, and it's an endless row between my mum and my auntie uh, and everyone in a, in a huge power dynamic. Do you want to say between two parties so that you don't want to take it out later? That's so kind of you. There are two parties. They are sisters and it's my aunt and my mum. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say this. I've got an aunt um, um, and mum and sister thing. Aunt, mum and aunt thing as well. And it is one of the most pleasing fights of all time. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just wild. I think they would be all right hearing about it on here, but like they know. It doesn't sound like it's going to come as a shock to no, them. No, it's not as a shock. Then they're, they're nine years in difference. If, if I age, my wow. mum is the older. Yeah, same. The exactly the same. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just that's so weird. No, there's a brother in the middle, oh, but there's a the big two. age gap between the two of them. So there's nothing to break it up between. It's just the two of them, oh, and it's wow. a relentless power dynamic fight for my grandparents approval and oh love. my god and um my mum has two girls and my auntie has two boys oh and so what my auntie has on my mum is she hasn't got any sons yeah and so she'll yeah. constantly be like well you, you don't know deb because you haven't got you haven't got boys yeah <gasps> Really coming out to bat. No, actually, this is really helping me right now. From yeah. the family dynamics, amazing. To, That's not, um... I'm so sorry for saying that. I just meant like my immediate family, good company. Yeah. But then as soon as we are out into the wider world, it, it all collapses. It all falls apart. It all falls apart That's so horribly. Hard. But also like, it sounds like they are <laughs> suffering most. Like they, like that kind yeah. of fun. That must be exhausting for both of them. We, me and my my sister once had a cry upstairs at Christmas Day at my grandma's, in which my sister said, "Promise that we'll never fight about the potatoes." <laughs> <laughs> As my mum and my auntie were downstairs, they were just like taking pans out of the thing and like <gasps> dropping them on the thing. Right, you know, endlessly things were just coming out of the oven and smashed on the tables, you know. And like they, they had unfortunately, this was the not this cape is a pinnacle of Christmas in which they had attempted to d designate bits of the Christmas meal. <gasps> that was one of our tips that we read on the website well, earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, welcome to the Thunderdome, in which, <laughs> in which everyone is then made to score and rank like who did the best meal. It becomes. No. Yeah, 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 it became like who's done the best of this my um my auntie did things like make more of something that was on my mum's <gasps> list no! in a, yeah in a oh, like in, you, you won't have because you won't have done it right you know well catherine's made her side yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a <sighs> yeah That's just bringing out to make something on the yeah, other yeah, yeah. list because you don't trust list. they'll deliver on it you you the only thing you can do that with on potluck is booze everyone is always grateful for everyone an extra bottle for booze. you're exactly right that's the only thing you can do it wow. on yeah. anything else is undercutting 
And then they well, they like ask the children for scores, and they're like, "Marcus, tell us." Tell it us wasn't as specific as "give us a score," but it it might as well have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you can look it at does. the leftovers. It didn't and... help that my family were then eating so much of my mum's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically yeah. ill. Yeah, like, <laughs> the race. This is the race, and we this will help her win. No, but if you end up throwing up the food that you were trying to prove a point that you were enjoying because you ate too much of it. Oh, my God. It just was like, what? yeah. You know what? I am really glad of what happened here today. (laughs) Because Tessa came in and started positive and through sheer force of my my my... moody Christmas day that I'm having, I have broken you to the point where you're like, no. (laughs) I think... think me leading with that like my immediate family are are, are, good, are all right is because we are so often united against a wider source a common enemy mm. and so uh, the common enemy enemy is exactly what you a common need. enemy is what people so need so that's the advice many many years ago so um, I was in a sketch group called Massive Dad it was me big fan goodness, big yeah. fan I remember seeing you guys at Spank this is years ago Spank no joke I was on Spank and you guys were on Spank yeah that must be so long ago it, really long ago I bet we were hopeless. You were amazing. <laughs> That's ever so kind. So there were three of us, and obviously there was often, often conflict. Yeah. And this time, a, an act, real, it, we were really in quite a bad place, and we were having a bit of a row, and tensions were quite high. Yeah. And we were in the Pleasance courtyard in Islington, in in London, and a rat <laughs> ran across the courtyard, <gasps> and we all screamed, and we leapt into each other's arms. Aww. And we were all united against the rat. And then our internal dynamic didn't matter anymore because we were against the rat. That's so nice. Your aunt is a rat. Yeah, yeah. my aunt is a rat. (laughs) (laughs) So often what a group need. And so like, if I'm on a Hindu and one girl has clearly and early outed herself as being the rat, I'm like, fantastic. Now we're united, you know? (laughs) We're Most united. Be like, I'll include her. Jess is like, yes. I don't mind including her, but now I know that we all know there's a rat. There's That's someone yeah. to, incredible. There's someone to an enemy. You must have an enemy. But this is the this Please. is the risk. Yeah. I'm and sorry, I'm playing lock devil's advocate you with must. you. It's gorgeous. I must, I must, I simply mm-hmm. must. Now, you're in a group, yep. you think there's a clear enemy. <gasps> but in a big friendship group that's been happening for years, your enemy went up with someone else's enemy. Now, the worst thing of all, and we know this, is when you put an enemy out there. And then everyone goes, no, we love them. Mm. Now, you have a rat, they have a rat, but Mm -hmm. they think you're the rat. (gasps) Awful. Because that's the worst thing you could ever do to someone. The worst thing is when someone goes in for a little bitch about someone and they go, well, no, I love them. We're really Mm. close. And you're Mm. like, no, they're they're, they're, they're the worst. Or at least pretend for now and then talk about it behind my back. Mm. Mm. And my fear is that the rat then hung out with Stevie afterwards. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and the rat was like, you know, Stevie she and the rat go way back. They don't beefer together. Yeah, imagine that. This could actually so solve. Funny. We, you, I wish you were here like an hour ago. That would have solved everything. A common enemy for your family at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes all the difference. Can I ask one Please. question. Yeah. Do you all have to do Christmas together? Who? My family. The extended family. We've, since uh, Potato Gate, yeah. we've rethought. Wow. Have you? Yeah, and it's been concluded it was... Better. Yeah, that we that we do something different. I'm yeah. so glad to hear it. Yeah. You are going to be great at giving advice. Do you want to give some advice to our listeners? Oh, please. I think you're going to be amazing. Now 
Ready, okay. Andrews. Yes, this is from A. Hi, Hi A. Hello, A. Um, I was hoping you might be able to help me. It's not a problem as such, but I have a speech to write for my sister's wedding, and I have no idea where to start. I don't want it to be boring Google template speech. And my sister is my best friend, and I'll be the only one from her side doing one, as her dad has passed away, and the rest of the family are pretty crap, to be honest. Okay. So a lot of pressure uh, familiarly here. Uh, the groom is an absolute legend, and they've been together since they were little baby 16-year-olds. Great. He has a massive, close Irish family, and I'll know there'll be lots of h- hilarious and emotional speeches for him. I've never done anything like this before, and though my girlfriend would tell you I'm hilarious, I'm pretty quiet and not someone who naturally has people in stitches. I really want to deliver for her, especially as she doesn't have her dad. I want it to be meaningful but a hilarious speech, uh, and I want, uh, want to have everyone crying and laughing. I just want to make sure it's the speech she deserves and don't want to be waffling um, dry hump, but I don't know where to start. Uh, you're both fantastic comedians, and I'm sure you'll have a hilarious guest on as well. We do. Um, so where can we start? What should we do? Please help. Whoa. I'm so I... sorry to begin with the question, but it was the writer's sister? Sister. Sister. Yeah. sister. Okay. So they both lost their dad. Or maybe it's like a stepsister. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Okay. But it was okay. a sister. Yeah. Okay. There's not going to be a father of the bride speech. No. Okay. Which is good because the father of the bride speech, I have yet to go to a wedding. And I do hope my friends hear this. Um, <laughs> where the father of the bride speech hasn't been accomplishment, accomplishment, accomplishment. Mm. Oh, but she knew her mind. Little anecdote. Accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh but she knew her. She was different. I have to say, I've only ever, I, I will say, I've only ever been to weddings where the um, Father of the Bride speeches were dog shit, barring one where I was a bridesmaid and giving a speech. And I think I did a really good speech. Yeah, yeah. And then the Father of the Groom stood up. First of all, I'm just going to say we were given a time allotment. He did run over. Mm-hmm, so I think mm-hmm. that's actually kind of cheating. It but is. I will say he gave the best speech of the night, but yeah. it's a long way because what he did was talk about how incredible his ex-wife is as a mom. Oh, What a motherfucking power play to just be like, this woman who's getting married is phenomenal, but you know who else is phenomenal? The woman who raised her. Oh, my oh God. God, it was fucking And that leads stunning. us to the most important tip with any wedding speech. You're playing the mothers in the room. You always you're are. You're playing it's the so mothers true. in the room. God, that will so please right. everyone else. You're so right. You're so right. You're so right. And um, because everyone's a mother in the room when it comes to weddings, everyone gets this weird sentimentality that sort of gets in your bones. Mm-hmm. And um, and so you are just playing to a room full of. Mothers. I remember mm. mothers like blue humor. Like <laughs> no, be no. cheeky. They do. They do. Be just cheeky. A little, a little they like cheeky. Yeah. They like cheeky. But let's um. Okay, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. So, Helen, what's your advice? Play the mothers. Keep it cheeky, keep it light, and I'd say always have another option. Like you can feel if something's gone a bit funny, and then like have one option where you end with something a bit tearful and emotional, and have one option where you're like, and that's when she put her vagina no. right in the fox's no. mouth. Okay, you know, and then okay. you've got the two options. <laughs> right. Oh, so you're getting married soon. Okay. So not what? soon. Yet, like a, a long fancy engagement. Yeah. Well, you're engaged. You're getting married. You've been to loads of weddings. I have been to a lot of weddings, and also I did a lot of catering as a teenager. Okay. And we used to cater a lot of weddings. Oh. And wow. I weirdly, in a way that I only recently was like. What was I doing? When everyone else would go on their break and we would eat the meal yeah. after we'd catered this wedding, I would sneak in to the wedding and listen to the speeches. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Like, what a I guess thing to do. But no, I guess I that even it. as a teenager, I just really like, loved 
I loved hearing the best man speeches. I loved oh hearing like God. people laughing, even though I obviously didn't know any of them. Yeah. I like I loved hearing a speech. So I'm really Oh, thank God you're happy and funny and you're getting married because this could be such a good Joker origin story. Well, for, yeah. like a Muriel's wedding character. Just like like spent was... your childhood not taking your break listening to wedding speeches. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. It, does, it does make me sound like I was like, one day love will come for me. But I actually meant like one day I will be allowed to perform. Yeah. I, think, I think it was more okay. like a performer. Yeah, but can you see how like Absolutely. the waitress You're standing right, there? <laughs> under, un- hidden under the table. Listening yeah. to the, oh my God. Oh my God. So I was, uh, sometimes I was under, the, I was just like round okay. the corner. Yeah, no, around. Yeah. I was just about. Touching <laughs> <laughs> the bride. Oh, I see now how it comes Can across. I please wear your bracelets? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what it will come? <laughs> Incredible. But I think I just was really into speeches and yeah. I loved like hearing people laugh and I liked like yeah. I actually know I liked <laughs> there wasn't many laughs in the orphanage so it was nice <laughs> I don't honestly I don't know whether, why, why I did I it. get this I used to be obsessed with debating and I think I was doing the same thing it was like learning like the power of oratory yeah about, like making a room laugh also I would like sit around and watch people even when I wasn't in the competition just because I loved watching what you could do if you were an audience if you could like get their attention and be persuasive I, I get it Go yeah, okay food think, and a fag babe so like, yeah. I think what? <laughs> food and a fag like that's how you do a break but <laughs> yeah, alright right, but not me <laughs> okay. no nerds are us okay go on so. so from my time under the table and my time at weddings I think um, and I really hear this the right this person's uh, concern about the mm. other family being Irish and being really fun and there being loads of them and it being like oh my we god we are just good at weddings we just you're good I'm you not gonna are, like right? it I'm not gonna like yeah. it so I think just take that pressure immediately off. Don't try and do like a clever bit. Don't try and do like a, a gag thing. Don't like, mm. don't overstep a place that, don't be like, oh, this, this, I'm just wor- very worried that they're going to do something that's not in their natural wheelhouse. Yeah, don't try to be an Irish to, Exactly. Don't, don't try. It's not them. It's you. And I think just like be really honest and find like three or four great stories from your time together that like are funny and like just like I think what people desperately want at a wedding rather than just like to laugh is to understand the bride and groom a bit better and like because lots of people will be there and don't know one or the other Agreed. Yeah, and be like true. I want to understand them I want to understand like their love a bit more yeah. like I went to one recently and somebody who didn't know the bride very well uh, on the dance floor to me was like I love that speech so much they were like I didn't realize that the bride's name was an absolute little, little freak. <laughs> I yes, just, like, yes, I they yes. told all this story about how she loved Kerrang and she like liked all this stuff and she had this yes. like rock, like all her passions and her stuff that she was into rather than just being like, oh, she, isn't she beautiful and funny and kind? It's like, tell us the things that she's into. Tell us a weird story that you got up to as teenagers. Like, tell us anything. Yeah. And then I think, tell us... Um, tell us a story that when you saw her and the partner together that you were like, this is love. Like, this is... Sense. Oh my God, that's so... Like a, like a yeah. makeover TV show episode, like a before and after. Yeah, like, a before, yeah. exactly that, if you would like, if that helps you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. a before yeah, yeah, yeah. and after moment. It's like, this is who they used to be. This is this moment when I was like, oh yeah, they're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is... This is lovely, um, and then if there is a sad thing that you want to rest, like you guys not having your dad, that feels like you know he he should be there in some way. But then I think have your sad part, and then nice funny bit to end us, and then let's go out on a rousing. Because I think when a speech ends on a on a tear stained moment, as we do our like to the bride and groom, and mm-hmm. then everyone's like, oh god, back back to the pavlova. But if yeah. it's like <laughs> sad, and then like I agree. <laughs> 
bride and groom. I and agree. And, and everyone's before, like, great speech. And that was amazing. Before Catherine advice. adds on to it with more great <laughs> advice, I will also quickly say, never forget the aid of PowerPoint is always your friend. No. Okay. Hard no, disagree. Hard disagree. Hard Pictures, no. bad videos, yeah. if, if you, um, no. naked photos, no. slip, in, slip in your desktop with some porn on it and go, whoopsie, so no, that was there. Oh, like, no. Unless you're already, unless there is already PowerPoint at the wedding, and unless you are feeling bring your own so, no, I think that's enough for me. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Just like, what if there are tech concerns? I what if the porn gag doesn't land? What, <laughs> what porn if... gags always land. Okay, okay. I think um, Tessa gave amazing advice. The only thing I would add is always no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, can I have a go? <laughs> It's because she looks at herself as well while she does it. Yeah, she always she's always looking at herself in the camera. Looking at herself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a great one. Okay, <laughs> during. <laughs> calm down. Sorry, I've never felt so free in here without a bra on, and I'm losing it. Okay, focus. It's your last one, and then I'm on the on the on the the last one now. Look at me. Look at us. Finale. Okay, this is the last one. Okay, this is really good. (laughs) (laughs) On the projector. Um, in between slides, have one of you texting the groom <laughs> saying, fancy a fuck. <laughs> and then him going, what time? And go, oh, no, that shouldn't have been in there. And then um, like a picture of like a photo shoot the two of you did sort of like necking each other. And then everyone's like, what's happening? And you go, JK. And then that's it. Okay, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to enable and I'm sorry to annoy the horses. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but what if you're playing it off the laptop and it's yeah. doing that like beep, beep, like iMessage coming oh through. God. And they're coming. <laughs> Coming in live, and so it says like you know John A or whatever his name yes. is, and then it's been like um, can't wait for you to be like speech is going great, and be like, and then it's coming up yeah, like in real time. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing! What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry. And then and then like the Sorry. mother of the groom coming yeah, in and being like, in. I said it should have been you. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Stop it, both of you. Did you just kick me? No, sorry, it was no. me. That was me. Oh, that was me. Okay. Sorry, sorry. You think me. if I could have kicked you, but I wouldn't have by now? I don't think that's appropriate. But I do think that if I could have kicked you, it would have been like 62 episodes ago. Are you both done? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Here's what I would say. <laughs> Run your speech by somebody sane. <laughs> if you don't, here's an example of what might happen. <laughs> Please rewind three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> You will ena- be enabled by madness. I um, would say, yeah, if you've got real good, <laughs> rude stuff, the PowerPoint, the thing, Hendu. I Check d- it by somebody. But like, let's do let's that. do the good stuff at the Hendu. Oh yeah, bring I, a projector to a Hendu. No, that actually is appropriate. <laughs> okay, listen, here's my advice. My advice is 10 minutes is your max. Anyone who goes over 10 is saying things they don't need to say. Yeah. Anything you can say in 20, you can say better in 10 with cleaner gags. So that's just Gorgeous advice. Absolutely. And I think, and from three performers, um, put the clock on you have no concept of what 10 minutes is absolutely and I don't say that to be rude to you listener I just mean you, you'll you be so surprised yeah I completely agree sometimes I do a gig and then I'm like what I know how was that two hours right? yeah so there's that <laughs> second thing I will say is um, I think you have your starting point I think it was in the message that you sent um, which is that you are her best friend she's your best friend I think that's the starting point the starting point is this is because what you're worried about is an entire stream of people saying how amazing he is. And I think you want to position yourself as doing as being there to do exactly that, that they are this huge family are getting your prize 
precious gift. Like they're getting this amazing thing that they, they get this one incredible person and you want to do her a service. And I think I'd be like indicative. Have you supposed to be indicative of how wonderful she is? point is sounding good. But I think... Also, I think an angle is okay. Like an angle can sometimes, or a hook can be really helpful in a speech. So I've given two wedding speeches and I was terrified both times because of the pressure of being a comic. And so the first one was the most like long-term couple I'd known. And they were so in love, but they're not like soppy. And so I really, I like did the stereotypical wedding speech in the most practical, clear-minded, like, sort of like sensible language I could do so it was like it's like an, I turned it upside down essentially it was like here are all the ways they would not be grossly romantic about that and they would be mm-hmm. and why they're perfect for each other yeah. Um, and the other was my best friend was getting married um, and so my speech was essentially that it should have been me um, that's fine because she's my soulmate yeah. and I think that uh and and what it takes for somebody else to be worthy of her. So I think a little hook is okay. Like, I think, essentially, it sounds like they're a huge family who are getting what is almost your entire family. And uh, making them appreciate that, I think, is a good thing. There's a wonderful video <sighs> of lovely. Tom Maybe from McFly. Really nice. Oh, for God. Don't you make a joke, Helen. Singing Helen. his Helen. vows to one of his hits that went viral and then relaunched his career. I'm not saying this is an opportunity for you at your sister's wedding. Helen, you don't... To launch a YouTube vlogging career. Unless you're an incredible singer, you don't try to be the first one to sing and to sing best at an Irish wedding. Sorry, you'll lose to some granny. Yeah, we're, 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 parking, we're parking hard on the singing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. Wuthering Heights? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> In a costume? I think With you're going to be the great. dance routine. I think you keep it short and keep it about what you like. You've basically said you have your speech there because you know exactly what you want. You want to convey how much she means to you and your family, and um, and you want her to know that she's your best friend, and also you want to acknowledge the person who wasn't there. And um, and the kind of cool thing about that is that he would have given. You get to talk about the kind of speech he might have given or what he would have said, and presumably that'll be like absolute like catnip for the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God. And obviously oh, start God. it with props are very important. No, Helen! Um, so you start with, I'm raising a toast, toast hold a piece of toast in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. good wedding. Hell on earth. Tessa Coates, where can people find you? I live in Rigby and Pella. No, don't do your <laughs> <laughs> That honestly was my first instinct. No address, no Rigby and Pella. Hi, hello. I've never been to your flat. I'd love to see it. Come, come. I'd love to see it. I have it. done so much DIY. <gasps> Much of it to the detriment of the house. I can't wait to see it. I've done a lot. I've broken um, a lot of things. Please come. I okay, well, where can people follow you? Okay, uh, you can find me at, uh, at Tessa Coates. Um, yes. I'm on Instagram at at Wheat Pray Love. Yeah, because I, I had short-lived dreams of starting a gluten-free blog. <laughs> 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 I love you so much. Uh, I love you that you never changed your handle. You're just like, well, the blog might come back around again. Could do. Oh, yes, that's who I am now. Rejected titles, um, Gluten Morgan. Uh, oh, that's very lovely. Nice. Uh, very nice. Gluten things I hate about you. Very lovely. Fun. Gluten Airport. It's not ideal. No, gluten like Morgan that. has definitely gluten stolen my heart. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I, it's, you'll, uh, you'll find me disappointing on both mediums. No. But that is where I am. 
Um, I also make Solo a podcast theater. called Nobody Pan Solo Theatre. <laughs> yeah, I'm, let me wait. Let me just Honestly, I just need to be quiet. And <laughs> it's taken me 62 episodes to realise that. Okay. I'm going to just sit here. Sorry, you're doing so no, okay. Okay. So, At We Pray Love. At We Pray Love, at Tessa Coates. Um, I make a podcast called Nobody Panic. Yes, that we is, do. Oh, la, 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 that I is love um, it. all how to's. It's so good. Um, and it's it's good. And it's good. May you please and do a shout out to one of my best friends from school yes, who was so obsessed with you that she, we I had to ask Tessa for a photo with her in the courtyard <gasps> at Edinburgh this year. Yeah. Um, her favourite podcast is Nobody Panic. Thank you, Anna Grant, for listening to this. Anna Still Grant. on the side. Anna Say hello to Anna Grant. Hello, Bye, Anna, Grant. Anna Grant. Thank you so Yay. much for listening. <laughs> um, um, and um, do you have any shows you're doing? Yes, uh, I am at the Soho Theatre in February, wow. and then I. Yeah. So What's your show called? Uh, it's called uh, Tessa Coates Colon Get Your Tessa Coats You've Pulled. Gorgeous. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. I just, just say yes or no. Yeah. Are you riding onto stage? Uh... Yes. <gasps> okay. Leave it like that. I'll buy my tickets. Leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Of course, if you can't make it to London, I'm also on tour in February and March. So I am doing a little mini tour up and down the country. You've so got to go. You've out. got to fucking go. Get yeah. tickets now. We've absolutely <laughs> got to. <laughs> we've got to wrap up this episode because Tessa needs to take her bra off. Hell needs to put hers on. We've loved having you. Everybody, say goodbye to Tessica. Bye, Bye. Tessica. Goodbye, Tessica. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.